the end days of the Soviet Union. All right, get in my time machine. Here we go. It's August 23rd, 2023. This is Rare Encounter, encounter number 159. And marooned for 168 hours on the planet of the base, I'm Abel Kirby. And getting the monster girls wet with my rod of might, I'm Cold Acid. <laughs> but really, it is the song of the summer. The best song to come out. Ah, it's my favorite thing. I must have, I, I up upwards of 20 times. Uh, I've been doing it a couple times a day, every single day. It's a great diet. Rude. It's a groove diet. Uh, well, groovy, <laughs> I guess. It's uh, it's fantastic. And what what really irritates me is all the attention seems to go to this uh, this other guy, Oliver, Redhead Oliver. You know about this guy? No, I don't. No, well, you know, everyone's posting his videos everywhere and replaying them, and I don't think they're very good. I think Planet of the Base has way more soul. So take that, Redhead Oliver. Anyway. Well, well then, yeah. Hit us with it for a little. Just play, Wait. play like I don't know, fifteen seconds of it or so. Okay, the best fifteen seconds of the song. If any fifteen seconds is the best, but uh, we can start off with the top if you want. Let's uh, hit Q. Alert! Alert! DJ Crazy Tom. Yeah. If you want parties to be making, have some noise. Bratislava! All the women in the world. All the women. We see your beautiful faces. World it is my favorite thing in a very long time. This song. It, it is certainly bumping. The the music, the video, um, just the attitude is right, too. He's very positive. Fuck, I've not seen the video yet. What? All I know of this song <laughs> is when Hot Liv Tyler plays it ahead of, uh, ahead of Hug Story. <laughs> I am... I am claiming discovery of this because I played it before uh, Hot Live Tyler did anything. Uh, I played it before Rare Encounter the other day, so last week. So that's where yeah. my 168 hours marooned on Planet of the Base. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how many days of listening is that? I think it's exactly seven. <laughs> but anyway, I... Uh, it is. Wow. Do you know, do you know how I, I know that? I feel bad that I had to actually, like, run the calculator, and then, like, I could have probably done that in my head. I, I think I got there by typing 24 times 7 <laughs> in my calculator, so. I'm glad that it worked the other way. Now everything's right in the world. Excellent. Excellent. Mathematics is not flawed. Yes. Or is it? So, I, know that, I know that physics is apparently flawed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there is something about... Uh, New physics, because some things just weren't adding up right. Uh, but that was that was something I read last week, and I've forgotten the details. I should have, I should have grabbed the link. Mm. Let's just say the dancing wooly masters have stumbled. Mm-hmm. Baron Spud the Mighty says math is still racist. Well, you're racist. If math if math is racist, then the universe is racist. Mm. Two plus two equals chicken. Didn't everyone know? <laughs> two plus two equals my rights and where your rights begin. Oh, man. So how's the last week in Cold Acid's world been? I just want to check in. Oh, God. Uh, 
You know, I still have shit that I haven't put away since Gen Con. <laughs> Did you unpack at least? Or is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I, I unpacked. I've even done laundry, uh, which still needs to be folded and put away. But there's other stuff, like the stuff that I bought, right, at Gen Con. There's a bunch of things that should be going in particular places where they belong, which are not in those places. For example, my luggage is currently sitting on the floor of my bedroom. Oh, yes. Right? Ready to bug uh, out. Games, games and figures that I had bought are sitting in the middle of the living room floor. Wow, you're a mess, dude. What's wrong I'm with you? I'm totally a mess. I should put... I want to put my I want to put my figures up somewhere, but I mean, wherever I do that is going to be like very clearly a power level zone. <laughs> I've got a couple things going on right now. Most of them are work. You know, there's some other uh, local local uh, Ohio stuff. I, I was at the BNB oh, don't today. Get me started on you know, work. We don't even want to talk about it, but it's uh, there's the worlds are colliding here. I feel like I don't have enough time to do anything important right now, but. Well then, you know what you need. You know, you know what you need in your life more than uh, more than Song of the Summer. You need Power Man Five Thousand. <laughs> He'll tell you what it's like when worlds collide. Okay, I don't know if I have that trick. <laughs> I'm done playing music anyway. I think Planet of the Base is just fine. It's what's getting me through everything. You just put it on repeat. Well, that's good. At least, at least something is. I have. I just want to be completely clear. I have been playing it on repeat while I drive down the highway to work. <laughs> and just on over and over and over and it's my jam i love it okay you know what you need to do now you need to put a uh, you need to put like a studio camera on your dashboard <laughs> facing you while you're driving oh no. and you need to get a couple other guys in there with you and while the music's playing right you're all just jamming in your seats while you're driving down the highway <laughs> you know like uh you know, like what is love? What can I? Where do I get these other guys? Do I just story. do I pull up uh, at the outside the club and say I'm looking for a couple guys? We're gonna jam in my car. How do you do this? You could do that, but that could end very poorly for your cornhole. <laughs> uh, I gotta protect my cornhole. Got him. Yeah, always protect your cornhole. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We've got a couple couple things to talk about. I got a I got a quick rundown. I want to tell you what I have ahead of time so we can kind of prepare. Let's see. I've got some stuff about Found on Road Dead. We know what that is. Uh, I got a, yeah. I, I I got a pop up ad right before the episode uh, started. You know, at six twenty six my time. You know, Windows decided to pop up in this under the guise of a suggested uh, notification it says trade in your old device and it's trying to get me to trade in this computer for a microsoft surface huh. how ridiculous is this this is just adware built into windows okay. the thing is the sur surface uh two and ones are pretty fucking sweet they shouldn't need to be doing anything like that like just going going into like fucking Best Buy or something and seeing them and compared to the other like laptops and two in ones in there, it's like you know you don't need you don't need Microsoft soliciting you on your other computers to go buy a Surface. Now after the first one of these, which was uh, might have been a week or two ago, I did go and turn off as many controls as I could find uh, uh, to disable suggestions, and, uh, and none they of still the, come up. They still yes. come up. So this is this is ridiculous. I think I need to have the uh, block Are you all Microsoft 10 or 11 10 
Yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm when 10 goes end of life, you know, I'm switching to Linux, right? Yeah, Windows must die. It's terrible. Um, I guess some Neo Leo says maybe we can do a little discussion on some tech stuff when that comes in. There's a maybe product launch that we might talk about. Um, I've got a little note about this presidential debate. I had this Asian advice lady. She oh, gets, that sounds... <laughs> yeah, with a bunch of clips. <laughs> I don't just, know. Just saying Asian advice lady, like, my body is ready. <laughs> oh, I have some pictures of her. You can see her. I did censor them so as to, as to protect her identity from creeps who might be <laughs> horning it on her. But I have that. So what do you have uh, in your rundown? I know you have some kind of roulette game you want to play. Yeah. Also, uh, you you had from last week. We didn't get around to it. This this Lego car thing on YouTube. I didn't get the clips of it though. Oh, okay. We put it off for another week, I guess. D- did you watch the video? If you watched it, we could talk about it. No, I didn't get. I didn't ah, get okay. a chance to watch it. Okay, put it off to next week. Um, All right. So I've got I've got some I've got some vehicle vehicle talk of my own. All right. Why don't you you want to uh, hit that and then I'll do found on road dead. That that's not the only thing. I've also got some. Uh, I've also got some Soviet television, and a '90s video game that didn't come out until like six years ago, and the baddest, the baddest scaly motherfuckers uh, you might ever encounter in a dungeon. Uh oh. Why yeah. don't you pick pick your favorite snappy topic? Good opening topic. Let's do that one. Snappy topic. Okay. Let's let's go to car and driver. We're there. <laughs> yeah, so I, this, this came up, I saw this come up today, just, you know, sometimes when you open, when you open a new tab on, on my work computer, because we're all, like, pretty much using Edge for work, uh, the MSN start page comes up, and one of the things I saw in there was a car and driver article about the, uh, like, about EVs. And how their range is actually, like, nowhere near as good as uh, EPA estimates of those ranges. Yeah, I think I've seen this, or a similar story. Yeah, so so what happened, what happened is, like, this organization, SAE International, uh, along, with, uh, along with the staff of Car and Driver, uh, did a bunch of real-world wor- real road tests of electric vehicles and they determined that the estimates on range that the EPA is saying and like you know how they have the stickers on the on the new cars right and about like this should be getting this should be getting like this sort of range with this gas and here's like oh yeah yeah how clean or dirty it burns right so the the fuel economy and range estimates of uh of the EPA's of the EPA's data doesn't line up and not in a good way in a in a pretty bad way via the uh, gas vehicles and part part of part of it is uh, different like the article goes in it it's not necessarily a like the numbers are wrong per se but rather how they how they test and estimate these things uh, don't don't always take into account the sort of conditions where you would actually be driving these yeah. sort of vehicles, right? And I th- I found that I found that kind of interesting. I mean, like, yeah, there 
I'm not one of these people who's like, oh no, EVs are like a horrible thing. We're all going to be like locked in our vehicles by by government AI and we won't be able to go anywhere. I, I see them as actually really useful things if you're restricted to just like driving in uh, urban areas, right? If you're if you're somebody who's just using it for your for your commute to downtown and back, going to do your shopping, right? Dropping the kids off at soccer practice, yeah. right? You know, it's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine, and you probably have a lower TCO than if you're using a vehicle that uh, runs on gas or diesel. Now, you take somebody like me, who goes on like long range trips just for just for shits and giggles uh goes to places where you don't have much infrastructure period never never mind charging infrastructure for modern electric vehicles but like you know like places where you don't even get like fiber optic right you if you're connecting to the internet you're doing it by dial up and shit like that right right an ev is not going to be very good for you in that case, because yeah, there's no infrastructure for it. This is why. This is why. Like, I want a hybrid, right, as my next vehicle, because I want something that has, that has like the power behind it and the ability to do those long haul drives, but at the same time, also is able to handle like my commute and and like daily driver stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And like my my Rogue, I love it, but. It is no good for when I'm just like, you know, going to the grocery store or going to the office and back. But it's great when I'm going up to the cottage or I'm going out and out into like the wilds or I just want to like drive uh, as far as I can for half the day and then drive all the way back. So how does this relate back to the uh, the story here? So they've been fudging numbers or they've been doing a unsatisfactory level of testing? For these I stickers? think it's more it's more the it's more the latter than the former. It's the the actual when you're doing like a real world test with an EV, right? The you're finding that that the numbers are like you know like an eighth off of uh, eighth short worse than than what's actually on the sticker. Okay, so right? you're losing twelve percent, thirteen percent. Yeah, twelve and a half. Let's say, right. <laughs> So, so it says like, yeah, 600, 600 mile range, you're getting what? 87 and a half percent of that, whatever that is. Mm. Right. But it's because it's because like they're, they're going for like a certain, a certain like standard of testing that is different from like what car and driver does when they're doing their, when they're doing their real world tests. Yep. Right. And so I think I think what it really comes down to is, yeah, you need to you need to rather than go on like these are these are the these are the particular numbers like this is this is how much juice the engine puts in and how much uh, and how much like distance it puts out right and just like you know running a bunch of numbers in Excel the the EPA or whatever organization should actually take these fuckers out on the road. And and see for themselves, like, and see what sort of numbers they actually get. 
Yeah, they couldn't bother to drive 100. They couldn't drive for a tank of gas or a full charge and see how far they got, you know, on a real American road. Is that uh, the punchline? I've had an experience in the punchline. Here's here's what I've noticed. And I've done a a little bit of driving. Um, I see some EVs on the road. Um, You know what I never see EVs doing? Passing me. What? Passing me. uh, That's not that's not the case for me. Uh, I see I see quite a few EVs every day when I'm uh, commuting to the office and back, like on the days where I'm not working from home. Oh yeah, and oh yeah, there I'm I'm doing like I'm doing like 125, 130 kilometers an hour on the 401, and I'm getting passed by these small dicks with Teslas who obviously have them as a status symbol rather than anything yeah. else. And they're whipping down at like 150, 160 kilometers an hour. But you're in the you're in closer to the city, and I I live out in the country, and so there aren't charging stations all the time. And these people do not want to put the gas on. I know they have the torque to pass my car. I'm not going that much faster, but I'm going with the flow of traffic. And they're always in the granny lane. They're always going speed limit because they don't want to waste the charge. They're commuting, and yeah, well, uh, these, there's not a great I way to. I think some of these the people are commuting too. It's just that they. You know, they they have the small dick syndrome going on, even especially with their EVs. And so instead of like driving with traffic like I do, I mean, yeah, I'm speeding, but most of the people around me are speeding at the same pace. Right. But these guys with their Teslas and a few with like Chevy Volts, I don't know how they still have those on the fucking road, mm-hmm. are like whipping by at like stupidly fast speeds because you know they they are oh you know they i've got a theory i've got a theory they probably have chargers at work they could they probably they, park they prob- at a place that charges do. it and in in ohio they don't have that and so that's you know they're not gonna pass anyone they're they're just uh trickling around yeah but i also i see these same sort of people with other vehicles as well i actually uh, Monday and Tuesday, I saw somebody with a severely beat up Lexus, uh, to the point, the, the, the paint was, was no longer shiny. It was matte. Was it JCD? Right? It, it was not JCD. <laughs> okay. And there were panels on that vehicle that weren't even painted. They were just, they were just like the plain plastic panels, no paint on them at all. And this guy is like going at like 170 kilometers because like, you know, the guy, the guy, uh, you know why his vehicle's all banged up. It's because he drives like an idiot and crashes yeah. into things. He drove so fast, right? the paint but he's off. doing it. He's like these people, they do this. They buy they buy like the big brand names and they drive like total idiots because they're overcompensating for their micro penai. All right, I've got to I've got to jump to a, another car topic here. This is found on Road Dead Ford. Yep. This tickled my fancy. I I heard this story tickle, earlier today. Tickle, t- tickle. Yeah, I heard the story earlier today. It was a bug in the audio system for uh, new F one fifties, where Ooh. it would cause under certain circumstances, which aren't clear inside this article, it would cause a very, very loud sound over 100 dB SPL to suddenly blast through the speakers while driving. Jesus! And you can't turn it off by turning off the stereo. So it just comes on, and it's on, and uh, it's like as loud as a rock concert all of a sudden, blasting a squealing noise. And people were posting on different forums talking about it. It felt like a sonic boom all of a sudden. 
So <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I looked at a couple of articles. The good one that didn't have a uh, paywall was this um, Road and Track magazine. I'll post that in the uh, in the chat so people can see it. But it's some drivers of Ford F-150 pickup trucks and I guess Expedition SUVs uh, of the last couple of years have a loud static noise comes through their vehicle speaker system startling them while they're driving down the road. And uh, the, I think the most annoying part of this was this, uh, I can't find the, the original quote, like a direct quote from Ford, but they described the fix as using the, um, doing a software change that causes an amplifier to act as a filter. And I'm a little confused about how that's possible, uh, but, and I can't find the direct quote, so it, it might be just the reporter not knowing what he's talking about. But anyway, I thought this was funny, especially because it has a great visual, um, you know, you can imagine this happening to someone on the road, suddenly getting blasted with noise. <laughs> so this is... This that's is, what they get for driving a Ford. So while I was looking at Ford, there's a couple things. Um, the first one was I started going to this website, F... 150form.com and it's a form for F150 enthusiasts and I was just I'm just enjoying some of the um some of the list of problems that you have. I I'm not a big fan of the F150 right now. Uh there's other Ford trucks which I do did like but uh, not not the modern F150. So going through this form and watching like it's just a list of problems that people have with it and it's kind of fun to read. So there's my uh Maybe that's a little I've mean, never but... been a fan of the F-150. I've, I've always been a Dodge guy myself. Mm. I had a Chevy truck, like a small utility truck, uh, S-10. And I loved that thing because I could bring it camping. And it was also small enough to, to park in a small parking space. So it worked well in New England. But uh, anyway, I... <laughs> yeah, with your, with your tiny little New England roads. Yeah, well, you got to drive the Kangamangus. <laughs> Man, uh, it was bad enough. It was bad enough going to Indianapolis and back with the with the roads there. Those were narrow enough for me. <laughs> so there was one more piece yeah, of with, with how you were making it sound when we when we did that episode down there. How you were making it sound is like fucking. I could I could stretch my arms out and they would be over the lines on <laughs> no, either side. It's not that. It's not that bad. It's not that narrow in New England. No, just. Just a slightly wider than that. Mm. I did come across a, a hand width or so more. I did come across some tech news while I was browsing this, so I got some something good out of this. It's a press release from Ford that uh, would have would have gone undetected except for this uh, this foray into this form. Ford hires Apple veteran Peter Stern to lead new customer experiences uh, division. It's a software and services division at Ford. And in the press software release... Software and services at a car company. Well, here's what it is. Uh, the, the press release doesn't quite say it, but there was another article I read that that points out what they're really talking about is software subscription services. Ah, uh, yes, because, the, because when he was at Apple, he was overseeing such things. I'm looking here. Apple TV+, iCloud, Apple News+, Apple Books, Apple Arcade, Apple One, and Apple Fitness Plus. So you can get a subscription service. I guess that's their plan. I, I don't know where it is now. They, they want their self-driving car, uh, self-driving thing to be a subscription, I guess. I think they, they want a, um, 
subscri software subscription for any feature that they can put under that umbrella and get away with it. I think that's the current posture for these companies. Subscribe now, subscribe now to Ford Plus, and we'll throw we'll throw in. In an extra two states free for your self-driving vehicle. You're going to subscribe to, uh, I'm going to subscribe to Fifth Gear, and I'm going to subscribe to Gas Gas, but I'm not going to subscribe to Brakes. Don't tell my insurance. <laughs> subscribe to Gas Gas Gas. <laughs> gas Gas Gas. Let's see. Gas Gas Gas. I'm looking for the stupid quote in the press release. Uh... It's a oh, serpent, a serpent, a serpent scaring me. He's going coming soon. I F one fifty all in AR on the windshield. They already have um, different kinds of. Well, I guess it's Ford Sync, but you know, built-in bullshit inside the car where your phone you know takes over the front dashboard. And there's a forum full of people who are complaining. Oh, well, I did the firmware update. The screen is black, or now it's purple, or whatever. And uh, I don't know. I I just. I enjoy the fact I don't have an iPad built into my car. God, why can't they just fucking, you know, you're in a vehicle, drive? Yeah, that'd be great. Anyway, that's the yeah, uh, I mean, that's the Apple connection there. We'll see what happens. Or not. I'm not going to buy an F-150. <sighs> not, not a modern one if I ever get no. one. <laughs> Man, modern cars suck. I've been looking at cars uh, lately, used cars, and... Uh, Man, you gotta go with with used. the The new cars out there are so bad in terms of like they they're they're built for like neo humans who don't care about you know the way things should be and they just go along with whatever. It's like what the hell? Can I just get a car that's a car? It's like coffee flavored coffee. Yeah. Oh well. Preferably one built before twenty ten. Yep. You know, before everything was like chipped up the ass. All right, uh, let's do some levity. I, I want to do some life advice, and then I want to do your roulette. And my life advice is actually some clips, so maybe right. this will help. All right, so I was, through a series of unfortunate links, I stumbled upon a certain uh, Instagram lady who was offering life advice inside her videos. So uh, as you know, Instagram, you can upload 60-second videos, and uh, I just wanted to share a couple with you and the audience. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. The first one is how to be persuasive. Here we go. This one is better. Yes, I love this one. Oh, you will love it too. Why don't you listen to me? I told you already. Oh, yes, I know what you want. But you do you, boo. No, give me an answer right now. No, think about it. Why don't you tell me tomorrow? All right. And that's how to be persuasive by Asian advice lady. It is. Are you taking notes? Did you take notes? I didn't even know what notes to take. Okay. Well, now she's going to tell us how to flow. Okay. Are you ready for this? This might be helpful. You're giving some time and space for it to come back, but it really doesn't just be like, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what were we talking about? Can you help me back there? I always do that. Be honest. The more you can be honest instead of trying to hide or force, you're going to be much more endearing. People are going to like you a lot more too. They're going to know that you're genuine as well. And it's confidence. Because if you lose your train of thought and you try to mask it, hide it, or try to say something else, they know. But if you have the comfort to, thank you, do. Thank you, NPC. Rose, Rose. Did you get, get, get all that? You see, Cole, it's all about being honest, okay? And not trying to hide or force. Okay. That's how you flow. Get it? Uh-huh. 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 No. 
<laughs> I, I think I think she I think she's like too many generations separated from my own mindset for me to actually have any sort of like like I'm I'm like what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> and these are unedited. I just want to point out these are unedited. They're in context. I mean, this is the entire video. That's all the information you really have is the uh, is the title and her talking. And you know, she might have a new mindset. I think uh, maybe we can we can get some insight because she has one on how to have a successful mindset. Maybe this will help explain things. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, Uh-oh. she's so good at that. I'm gonna copy her. Wait, what am I really good at that I can showcase really easily? All the courses, books, ceremonies, rituals will save me. Okay, enough for now. How do I start honing and applying my own skills? The numbers don't matter. Oh, the numbers definitely matter, but not through Chase. But not through Chase, but the courses, books, ceremonies will save me. So all she all she does is ask questions and then says, <laughs> says something unrelated to that question and immediately contradicts herself as if she's having a <laughs> conversation with... Like, this is, this is like video shitso posting. It is, it is. But she does talk with Grace. She has advice. I'm sure you'll think this is ironic, but she did have a video on how to talk with Grace. I don't know if I want to play that. she's been dead for 30 years. <laughs> I don't know if I want to play it. It's a little bit long, but you kind of get the idea. Uh, she also has advice on how to talk, how to relax with eye contact. Soften your eyes. Like, learn how to soften your eyes. Learn how to soften your eyes, Cold. Oh, I, 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 I learned how to soften my eyes yesterday when I got it when I got in my vehicle to go home. You know what I did? I took off my regular glasses. I grabbed my sunglasses and I fucking jabbed myself in the side of the eye with it. That softened it up. Yeah, it's great. I love that. He took off my regular glasses, put on my sunglasses, and I blasted away. That's what I th- where I thought you were going. <laughs> ah, I still correct. feel a little pain where I, like, stabbed the side of my eye. Jeez, Louise. That's terrible. It was a good jab. Mm. So this is, I'm going to play, uh, I don't know if I should play anymore, but that's, <laughs> that's about it. Tenderize. Tenderize. <laughs> yeah. If you have a point but you're it's not coming to you yet don't give the energy of like i want to talk i want to talk chill chill okay i think i'm canadian i'm naturally chill have that point but just let it happen but also stay conscious of like an opening stay conscious of an opening (laughs) Well, you know, looking at these pic- looking at these pictures, I mean, I- I'd stay conscious of her opening, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you see, that's why I censored her face so that you cannot uh, do anything to her. That's just to protect Aww. her identity. <laughs> this is a real girl, Servo. Uh, absolutely real person. Unfortunately. <laughs> yep, there is no AI hallucination, which hallucinates as much as she does. No, she... she- <laughs> She made she makes me think of uh, of that information analysis girl from Korea. <laughs> you know, the one who was talking about uh uh Kim Jong Un eating hamburger at the oh, McDonald's. He, he hamburger at McDonald's. Why? I love that. Why? I love that mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have two more clips. Um I guess it's relevant. I wasn't going to talk about it much. So I Tucker Carlson's doing a uh, interview with uh, the former president at eight fifty-five tonight. I guess that's airing. It's pre-recorded, and 
anyway, while there, there's a debate in Wisconsin going on to counter-programming, it's going to be fun to see how that plays out. But the previous uh, interview that he did on Twitter was with this guy named Colonel Douglas McGregor. And I thought the the interview was fantastic. I don't want to get political, but I did find something. I think it's I think it's appropriate to play on the show. I just want you to hear this guy and hear why I like him. That's what made us a great power between 1865 and basically 1920. That's when your industrial base was created. That's when you had people like Edison and Tesla, Rockefeller, all these people. They were tough. And they were intelligent and they were effective. The only person I see out there now who's remotely like that is Musk. He's building something. He's not sure I, I, I shared that exact uh, yeah, sympathy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. But Musk is not, is not really building anything, I'd say. But let's he's, listen to where he's going. <laughs> he's making things explode, which, I mean, is at least more active than most but let's listen to his broader from there. Let's listen to his broader sentiment here. It's creating something. When you do that, you create employment. I don't see that happening. High tech startups. The hell are they? What are they doing for us? A new app on your phone? We, we've got to wake up and, and say, oh, well, AI, AI. Okay. And so that was all 39 seconds was just for this one little clip, which I cracked AI, up. AI. Well, this is the ISO. High tech startups? The hell are they? <laughs> that is I love it. <laughs> I got to hear it one more time. High tech startups? The hell are they? <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. That's all my clips. I blew my load. All right. We got to do something else. Um, you want to take the wheel here? Yeah, all right. Let's, uh, uh, do you want to go first, I guess, or should I go first? Uh, why don't you roll for me first, and I'll do the first one. So I'll set all up right. while I've you're... Got, I've got the numbers rolled. I've got the numbers already rolled. Oh, sure you do. You pre-rolled this. Uh, I went to random.org and told it to generate me a sequence of numbers. But you you can't just do it beforehand. How could you okay, possibly Okay, well, I'll it? run it again then. Here we go. I clicked again. It's generated me a new bunch of okay, numbers. Okay, let's just a second. We got to do this right. Air horn, air horn, air horn. All right. This nice. is the game of the week. In the game, it doesn't have a name, but it's the game where cold acid rolls a number, and then we I open one of these image files, uh... I guess we're alternating, so we're, we'll trade off one of these image files in my folder and then read what it says inside. And I haven't so read... Apparently, Gal has a, has a roller in her. <laughs> Jeez, man. And you have to tell it everyone. Keeps roll, it keeps rolling ones. So I think we're going to stick to <laughs> random.org today. Well, how do you know it's not random? I mean, it could be random, but okay, well, let's see. Does it... Oh, this time it rolled to 25. Okay, read 25. Yeah, yeah, that was sampling error, Cold. It was just sampling error. All right, read 25, opening, quote 25.jpg. Oni-chan, I need more head pats, Oni-chan. I'll let you hold my hand and we can do other lewd things, but I need my head pats, Oni-chan. Fucking hell, I'll pat your damn head. Stop choking me. Okay, <laughs> was that the joke? I think that was that, a dud. Was, I don't think that was as funny as it could have been. No, it, was, was, it wasn't as good as it could have been. All right, let's do a roll for cold right, acid. This time, uh, 34. Okay, 34, 34. This one is... 
Open, damn you. It's not opening. Yeah, I gave myself an X This is why we one. can't have nice things. <laughs> this is a failure of a game. It's not even a game. Okay, now it's... Is it opening this time? There we go. Ah, right, there we go. All right, it opened this time. <laughs> but I would never just straight up rape you, for I can only get off to pure love. Okay, well, this is a very interesting game. What the fuck are we doing again? We are reading hentai quotes. Okay, give me another number here. 37. 37. Okay, reading quotes from hentai. A tuna fish just made me come. That's a classic. Okay, all right. This is the whole game? Pretty much. Okay, it's my mom's birthday. You know she's listening, right? This is what we're doing? You never told me that. <laughs> number five. You have number five. I have number five. Australian hentai is the funniest shit I've discovered today. I'm going to say that's not funny. Hold on. No, let me. More importantly, what the fuck are you doing in my room? You want to get smashed, cunt? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How about I give you a gobby, eh? Ha, Kyochen, you're cracking one hell of a fatty. Ah, wreck me, kid shitter. What are you saying? Empty your nags in me. Ah, got carried away and spoofed right in your gash. What? <laughs> I don't even... Okay, so... so <laughs> let, let me... Let me... Let me explain that one. Uh, there no, was a time no, 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 no. Keep it going. Keep it going. No, you gotta hear this. You, you gotta, don't get to explain things. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll explain it afterwards. <sighs> Just give me one. Okay, I'm only doing one more. 19. 19. Here we go. That's, <laughs> that's how many dollars you're gonna owe me when we're done. My hobby is admiring the butts of girls. That's a great hobby. You want a final one? All right, and my last one. Wait, that we already rolled 35, didn't we? No, we rolled 34. All right, 35. Wait a minute, this isn't Super Smash Brothers. This is anal sex. And that was the game of the week. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> okay, so going on to that, going on to that Australian hentai thing. Uh, a while, some while ago, like a decade ago or something, there was somebody who was actually taking uh, hentai manga, and instead of instead of just like you know translating it normally, was doing like these was doing like uh, translations where like everybody's like Australian or they're like. Chavs. Just the worst, like, I guess. Yeah, and it, and like you couldn't even fap to this stuff because it was just so damn funny reading it. Okay. I think I do know what you're talking about. I've seen the uh the material in question now that you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty classic. Ugh stupid. Let's see. I got uh I know you have a couple more topics. It might be a good time to go down podcasts and take a look at our boostergrams. Sure. Oh. Let's see what's going on. <clears throat> Hog Story. In the other world, where there's other podcasts, Hog Story had uh, episode 365. That was on Monday. Give Hot Lift was the title of that episode. That is uh, Carolyn and uh, Fletcher. Behind the schemes. You know, what that mean? you know what that means? That means that there is a there is now a Hog Story episode for every day of the year. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. I didn't think of that. And next year, there will be one for every day of leap year. 
That's right. And is 2024 a leap year? 2024 is a leap year. Okay. So that's just in time. Yeah. Let's see. Behind the Schemes with Boobery and Lavash had episode 166, The Demon of Deadlines. Grumpy Old Benz with Darren O'Neill and Ryan Bemrose had episode 232, Grumpy Old Benz, the, uh, call, titled Electric Shell Game. There was also an Angry Tech News uh, yesterday, number 73, Identity Bubble. That was with Ryan Bemrose's solo podcast. Bowl After Bowl had episode 264, A Lot Less Traumatic. And that's that their, sounds good to me. They're continuing adventures in... Uh, this is, of course, Dame DeLorean and uh, Sir Spencer. Wolf of Kansas City, back in New Hampshire, going to Storyland and uh, Fun Spot and a couple other classic New England. Uh, uh, Santa's Village, that was the other one, New England uh, attractions. So it's fun to listen to. I got through some of that today. Uh, I got through some of it last night, but I, I guess I got disconnected partway through the episode. Uh, one more programming note. Abs in a six pack is live with Pfeiffer tonight at 9 p.m. So I guess you could you could probably listen to that instead of any of this political shit and uh, have a better time. That will be with Sir Sitter and Pfeiffer, uh, and they're discussing televangelism. Uh, that immediately <laughs> uh, abs in a six pack, and with the topic of televangelism, that just you know screams good time. Yeah, uh, it's going to be better than anything you're watching on TV or Twitter. So I think tune into that after the show. All right. I think that wraps up my podcast bit. Um, what do you got? What do I got? What do I got? Uh, how about we go back uh, to the 1980s, or okay. sorry, to 1991. Okay. To the end days of the Soviet Union. All right, I'm getting in my time machine. Here we go. Yeah. Now we're back. For it, yeah. Boris Yeltsin is the biggest is the biggest name in Russia. Gorby just survived a coup attempt trying to by hardliners trying to keep the USSR together. And on TV, aired once and never seen again, was a Russian film based on The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Whoa! That's a new one for Whoa, me. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a new one to most people. Apparently, apparently, like this had been known this has been known about for a long time, but there was no getting copies of it. It is not it is not a great film. Uh, let's just say that it is it is like it's what you expect from like uh, the shortest shit budgets you'd expect in. Uh, late 80s communism and uh it is now on youtube in fact it's been on youtube for a couple of years now i only noticed the uh the dateline on this article today okay but uh, yeah like there's pictures in there the uh the quality is definitely quality with the capital q u yeah like you can you can see I like some it. of these screenshots. Oh, the horrible. green screen! Yeah, the green screen effects. Uh, the uh, the terrible makeup jobs. <laughs> well, it's TV. You could get away with it. It was uh, uh, was it was it thirty? How many lines were in uh, Russian TV? 
Is that PAL, NTSC, uh, they, or is it a different standard? I thought they were SECM, like France. SECM. Hmm. I should ask Mark Christopher about that. I bet he would know. He would know. You yeah, know I think he would know. He, he would know because the Monday, was it Monday? I was sitting at, at work, and he comes up with an old TV tube, and he's showing me the, how this thing works. And so we're looking at the, uh, he didn't have the coil that went around it, but he had, you know, the actual vacuum tube, and we were t- just, you can look inside and see how the whole thing works. It's great. And uh, uh, talking about the circuitry, you know, that that would drive it and how, how the whole system used to work inside a camera. So he definitely would, would know about that kind of crap. It's the kind of stuff he, he's really into. So apparently the original SEC-M was designed for, was designed for like this 819 line thing that France was doing. But, uh, but the revisions uh, worked with, uh, worked with, uh, 525 and 625 line systems. Cool. Um, I'm a fan of some of these old weird things. Is there a translation? It's rather different interpretation I of the film. I don't Asiatics. know. It's, it's watchable on YouTube, but whether or not it's translated, I have no idea. Hmm. Well, maybe one day we can get a... Maybe we can translate it into Australian sex slang. Could you imagine that with the Hobbits? They started playing it and... <laughs> Whoa, they got some chipmunks in there. Wow, that's pretty awesome. So there are closed captions in English on YouTube. Okay. Nice. So yeah, that, that might make for some, uh, for some interesting viewing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring your pipe weed. Yeah, <laughs> as you always do when you watch Lord of the Rings, uh, as you do whenever you whenever you watch Soviet television. <laughs> Soviet television, yeah. You know there is a War and Peace adaptation that was supposed to be really good, um, and I, I should say really good. I should say true to the books or true to the book. Um, the that is only available in limited formats. You know it, it aired at sometime and you know it's thought to be like the best adaptation by some people i bet it's really boring uh, it sounded like it was many 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 hours of just people talking so yeah it's uh the book itself is pretty thick and for and for people who are not eastern european and or well really who aren't european and therefore don't like really recognize that the same person could have like three or four different oh, names by so bad the worst it, one was um the the thing that was worse was actually Dostoevsky cuz he did uh crime and punishment and how many names did that guy have oof he can't pronounce yeah, well, any of them i mean i mean you see you saw the same thing in uh in like germany france and england Back in uh, back in like the Middle Ages up until the like the modern era, right? Yeah. As well, even even people with four names they're kind of creepy. I mean, you know, like, I you've, know got, a... you've got your given name, you've got your family name, uh, you have like a title of nobility, you might have some sort of like special name in like a guild that you belong to, right? Yeah, 
I I don't know. I I knew a couple of folks who had. Uh, I think I can think of two people I know with two middle names. Terrible people. Yeah, I, yeah I've known awful. a few people with uh, with multiple middle names. Oh boy, they might be fans of the show. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you know who you are. Two middle names. Who? Well, who, let's who hope came you didn't insult that? them. Oh, I I hope I did. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, I guess we got some boostograms. We do have some boostograms. Getting to that point in the show, I think we should go and read them. Um, I've All got right. First, coming in, 7777 Sats from Mary Kate Ultra, saying tickle, tickle, tickle. Yep. Tickle, Next, tickle, tickle. coming in from NetNed was 6666 Sats, and he says, here's to stabbing and jabbing Cold Acid's tender eye. Tender eye. You got tenderized. Uh, Last one was 8823 Sats from Anonymous. Saying, uh, was it Anonymous? I thought, uh, did I, I not see that in the channel as well? No, it does say Anonymous. Okay, Anonymous. It says, my Sats are moving on their own. It has a uh, excited emoji, emoji sort of face. Emoticon. Yeah, excited, excited Lenny face. Excited Lenny face. It was Servo, apparently. Uh, Servo, thank you, Servo, and NetNed, and Mary Kate Ultra. Uh, for and me. and don't forget NetNed. Did I not say NetNed? Okay, thanks, NetNed. No, you said again. Mary, you said uh, Servo and Mary Kate Ultra. Okay, oh, I might have cut out there. Well, what else do we have to cover for the show? I think I'm I'm fresh out. I'm kind of ready to end this thing. I thought you had some. Uh, I thought you had some. Uh, uh, Neolio. Oh, we could do those. I'm I'm a little afraid these are going to jump into some long discussions. But oh, okay. Well, put them off to next week then. Let me let me just read one of them. Okay. Neolio says, posting a photograph of the sunset in his backyard. Pink sky at night, sailors delight. And I think that's it. Uh, uh, that's it. You know. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Yeah. Kind of lame, Neo Leo. Yeah. He was posting a lot about the hurricane, and I didn't want to put the hurricane's news in because it turned out to not be news. But I was following his weather reports. He would post pictures of it raining <laughs> and uh, pictures of the alerts he got on his phone. I'll do the other ones. We also had Neo Leo says, Do you think hotel pricing algorithm systems take into consideration weather predictions? I think the answer is yes. Definitively, yeah, yes. Yeah, they probably do. Imagine a hotel that didn't, uh, who was, you know, s doing seasonal operation. A weather. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't do you that. It wouldn't do you that useful because I think no, knowing knowing the sort of thing that he's talking about, he's probably talking about like hotels.com and all those other sites that you go to and like book a room months in advance. I I want to. If point you're out doing like, if you're doing like, if you're doing like. Uh, getting a hotel room on short term, then yeah, I can definitely see. But in that case, like, it's probably not like I wouldn't expect an algorithm to do that. I'd expect like somebody, somebody who's able to set the rates for the hotel is like looking at looking at his local weather and's like, oh, it's going to be rainy. Let's bump up the prices ten dollars tonight. I think the evidence is here, um, and. The evidence is that when the weather gets really, really, really bad, they gouge people. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing was a, uh, Neo Leo says about a new LG device, which I was hoping to uh, 
to discuss. It's an iPad the size of a suitcase, and it looks so stupid, but we'll leave that for another time. Yeah, just looking at I don't even want to talk about it. So it's like, oh God, why? Yeah, it it's very much a why. Hold on, we're not done we're not done yet. Well, what else is there to do? I mean, I still haven't gotten to talk about Star Fox 2. Well, why are you sending me to do Neo Leos that are lame <laughs> to fill time then? Alright, uh, because it. yeah. So so I found the I mean, like I knew there was a Star Fox 2, right? But it was never released. Did you know that? There was a there was a Star Fox 2 game uh, for the Super NES, and it was never released, even though it was completed, translated, and everything. Okay. No, I didn't know that. I only know of yeah. the one game. I've only ever played Star Fox. You know, Star yeah, Fox, well, Star Fox. Star Fox, and then Star Fox 64. But before Star Fox 64, there was Star Fox 2, which was canceled in 96, but then came out, uh, like, what, 21 years later uh, as part of the Super NES Classic Edition. Cool. It's like, yeah. um, how many years um, was, was it Duke Nukem Forever? Yeah, but that was actually in development for, for most of that time. This is okay. like, this is like, okay, yeah, we've got, we've got this game, but we're not releasing it because, well, Miyamoto thought it would look, uh, would look terrible uh, releasing a 16-bit graphics pseudo 3D game on the Super NES when when everybody's putting out like their uh, next generation consoles with like the built-in uh, 3D graphics and everything. Mm. I'm just noting that Duke Nukem Forever um, was that 11 or 12 years ago. It was a very long time ago when that game came out. I remember when that when that joke uh, that joke was funny. Okay, <laughs> well, speaking of jokes that aren't funny, I think that ends it. All right. Yeah. We're we'll running to... a little early though. Yeah, I know. <sighs> it's about time we do an early show. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sick of the road rat race stuff. All right. Until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been Cold Acid. All right. Stay fruity, boys. Adios. Woman. Would you lay down, honey, and die? Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down and died. Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't satisfied?